Welcome to another episode of Real Drinks with Ali Flores. I'm your host, Ali Flores, and we're doing Halloween. It is October. Uh, we started last week with Mr. Mike Aiello talking about Jaws, and um, I'm excited because this is another one of my favorite movies, which, by the way, I say that every week. It's one of my favorite movies uh, because this one is, though. Um, it is the 1987 classic. I'm not going to tell you the name, but it comes from that genre. Um, I want to save that for you. Um, but my guest is someone I've known since 199 of your business. And, um, we, gosh, it's been 23, 24 years. We've known each other. Uh, it's crazy. Um, she is a horror film buff, uh, horror with an H O R R, uh, not the, uh, other <laughs> one. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> sin sellers. Welcome to the show. Thanks for that. That's great. I'm glad <laughs> How that are you, you? Specified, specified the spelling. I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm here with you. Oh, I'm great. Yes. I, I am super excited to have you on. Yes. I'm excited to be here. So, so tell everyone how we met the uh, legal version, not the. Okay. <laughs> I had a, uh, I was in ride and show at Universal, and then I had a meteoric rise into entertainment. Uh, so I was an entertainment coordinator uh, at Game Lab. So you were one of my game lovers. I uh, was. And uh, yes, and you you always made me laugh continually between <laughs> all of you were just, it was amazing to be there in that time. I've actually had two game labbers on, two former game labbers on my show. I've had uh, Mr. John Donahue. Yes. And uh, who is probably one of the biggest film buffs I've ever met in my life. Yes. Um, and then Mike Aiello and now you. Yes. And I, and I'm going to have Ruben at some point. I got to have him I on. I can't wait to hear what he talks about. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait. It's going to have to be like a two hour show because yes. we'll go on forever. Yes. Um, holy cow. So, so other than the Universal, did you do anything in the business? Did you ever like backstage, you know, any acting, any? Um, you know, no, I'm kind of like an art cheerleader. I just have a lot of friends that do some really cool things and I'm always, uh, right there talking about it, telling people about it, loving it. Uh, I'm always really happy for all my friends that are in the business. I was lucky enough to, to work at universal when I did for about 11 years. And I've, I know so many amazing people, yourself included, Mr. Funny Man, and oh. <laughs> you can pay me later for that. Yeah, um, and, you know, Ruben, John, people that you've mentioned, uh, some are still there, super talented, um, done some really cool things. Um, I, I, you know, I can't even think of everybody, but, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, knew some boy banders, you know, yeah. stuff like that, Universal. <laughs> It always makes me laugh how people are like, oh, you're theme park workers. I was like, do you know that there are a lot of very famous people that started in theme parks? Um, I, I want to say like the I think one of the most famous theme park performers started uh, was Steve Martin. Now, Steve Martin started as a magician at Disney um, Disneyland. Like he was a theme park performer. Like, come on, people. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite a quick story um, about somebody talking about theme park performing he went out and did his thing in la and he was killing it in la moved back to orlando this is years ago and we're at uh, a party it was one of my birthday parties and, and i remember what year it was but he had just come back and at the end of the party we're all cleaning up and we're drunk and he just goes ali i need to say something man i i forget 
when you're not doing shows, you know, five to seven shows a day for five days a week, how slow you get. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, because there'd be a little bit of a joke uh, in the air. And I would go to think of the joke for that. And five of you have already hit five different jokes, like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I'm going, uh. and he goes, and I used to be that way. That used to be me. I used to be that quick. And I was like, yeah, that's what, that's what theme park work does for you. You're, you're working on your craft yeah. all the time. Yes. Yes. When you have to, even just a spieling position, I started at confrontation and I only got into spieling because because I, I, I knew you got paid more money if you spieled. So I said, well, the heck with it. I'm just going to do this. So I auditioned and uh, did the spieling and I trained for that. And uh, I mean, it is performing. And when things happen, you have to think literally at a second's notice on what you're going to say. And I totally forgot my other gig at Universal. Uh, <laughs> I was one of the first girl Ghostbusters. What? <laughs> I was Kylie. Um, and at the time it was, there was a cartoon called extreme Ghostbusters mm -hmm. and Kylie was a character who saw spirits who saw, you know, ghosts. Uh, I had never auditioned. I'd never done a monologue in my life. And Mr. Kenny Babel actually helped write my monologue, uh, which I believe to this day is probably one of the only reasons why I got it because it was so damn funny. Um, <laughs> I actually started naming supervisors, uh, in the park, like Adrian LePeltier and said, I saw him, uh, having lunch with the Marquis de Sade at oh my God. the lingerie. <laughs> oh my God. And they started laughing. And as soon as they started laughing, I was like, okay, so I got this. That was my first inkling of doing something performing wise. And you get that first laugh. And then I was like, oh, I can breathe and I can just be funny now because they're already, I think I told them, actually, I did tell them, Kenny wrote this, not me, but uh, that Fandango failed uh, because the name Fandango is actually the name for the ancient God of crap. <laughs> uh, and that, that is why Fandango fail. Anyway, wow. they love that one too. So they, they actually, uh, gave me that part and it was fun. I mean, little kids at that time that were watching the cartoon, they'd say, Oh, I see you on TV on Saturday. And I'm like, great. Wow. <laughs> it's a cartoon, but Hey, yeah. Um, it was super fun. So. That's so awesome. Um, do you still have your ecto suit? I, well, that would Hmm, we're not supposed to have those. <laughs> no, no, no. The one that you've you've made on your own, right, obviously. Right. Um, I still have my high tech boots. Actually, I don't. Nice. I don't have a lot of souvenirs from that time. It's really funny. Um, I wish I did. I just don't have that. It's kind of like how we didn't take pictures a mm -hmm. lot, which yeah. is probably a pretty good thing sometimes. Oh, but, oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> we don't have a lot of evidence of that stuff. Past. If YouTube. And all that, all the social media stuff existed back then when we, we, we would have been fired, number one, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We don't, I don't have any, so it's sad to me though, because I really don't have a lot of pictures. I'm sure there's a lot of guests that took pictures at that time mm -hmm. of us with the, you know, the ecto. Right. Yes. We started it with a butter knife because <laughs> did not pay to have the starter fixed on that. Wow. So there's a fun tidbit. There you go. A little yeah. fun fact. I had, uh, I had Todd Farron and Renette um, talking about Ghostbusters. Right. Todd was a Ghostbuster as well. And that's one of his favorite movies. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, I was a, a Ghostbuster with Kelly Malick and James Dillman. Kelly Malick. And it's so funny because we were girl Ghostbusters before they'd even thought of making a movie about girl Ghostbusters. They so we felt three. a little OG, you know, it was like, yep. 
really, really cool. That's uh, awesome. So that was fun. So, okay. So the name of the podcast is Real Drinks. Um, yeah. So what movie are we talking about? You want me to tell you? Uh, you can show me or tell me. <laughs> you can do both. Talking about, uh, 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 oh, there there it go. is. The 1987 classic, The Lost Boys. Oh. My shirt is from 1987. So, I got it from, like, I forget what the movie company brought that movie out. But anyway, I had to order it because back then you couldn't get, I'm showing my age, but you couldn't get movie merchandise easily like you can right. today. So you had to order it literally from the movie company. So I've had this shirt has followed me around like I haven't lost it yet. So Holy cow. And nowadays you can just go to the opening like anywhere and they usually still have stuff that's there that you can buy or anything. Yeah, everywhere right, they have right, it. Right. Yeah. Um, that's it's awesome that that is true. All day on the back, you know, I don't know if I can turn around the right way. Oh, this is my chair, guys. It's my chair. Can uh -huh. you see it? Move your hair. Okay. Oh, there you go. Sleep all day, party all night. Never grow old, never die. It's fun to be a vampire. Nice. Yeah. So that was perfect. Sweet. I'm glad that uh, I saved that. So yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, have you always been a, a, a like? Did you like when you saw the movie? Were you just like, I'm hooked on this movie. Like this is going to be one of my favorites. Or were you like, it's okay. But then when you started watching it more and more, you fell in love with it. How? How? What was the feeling when you saw it? I was instantly hooked. It was. Yeah. It was the right amount of. Uh, kind of scares, but it was also had some comedy mixed in. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people believe mistakenly that I love like pure slice and dice and horror. I mean, that has its place. But mm -hmm. for me, I like movies that have a little bit of humor, kind of like Scream, kind of like movies like that, that where they right. mix it all in with the jump scares and the fun stuff like that. So, And I think that's why I loved um, Nightmare on Elm Street, because Freddy was funny. I yeah. loved Freddie had great yeah. one-liners. Yeah. And, and with lost boys, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that the boys were. Cute. Yeah. I was about to say, and, and the, the lead woman, I mean, uh, Jamie Gertz. Oh, star. I mean, she played star and she was, well, uh -huh. you know, I can yes. tell just by the way you're nodding your head. So very, yeah. very tasty. Yes. So originally, um, true story. Cause I do know some facts about it, but <laughs> I watched it a million times, but, uh, and some things that I've read, but, uh, originally lost boys was supposed to be sixth and seventh graders. Oh, wow. They wanted it to be, cause it was a take on the lost boys, Peter Pan mm -hmm. lost boys, but they were going to have them as young kids. And Joel Schumacher came in and said, no, I'm only going to do it if we make them at least teenagers. And it's gotta be a lot sexier. So yeah. that's how but you want to make money. You want to yeah. make money with this. He was right. That I don't think it would have hit the same way. <laughs> uh, and if it did, that would be very creepy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Lost Boys. Now yeah. let's get into the second half of the real drinks part and title. Got it. What are we drinking tonight? Well, I am drinking. It looks a little red. Yes. You might think it might be blood, but if anybody knows me, they know the one thing I like to drink, and it is tequila. 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 Uh, and as I was telling you earlier, I always chase it. I've got a little pineapple juice chaser. It is the best chaser. I love the pineapple juice chaser. Um, I chose to do, I made the drink. Uh, you're drinking straight tequila, but I made the drink uh, with the pineapple in it and some grenadine to make it red. But, uh, so yeah, salut. 
forgot. And you're drinking what? What tequila are you drinking? Ah, it's called Exotica. Exotica. Oh, Exotica! I just actually finished a bottle of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just bought I a, a bottle you of that Colleen DeFeo, mm-hmm. a bride, one of the best Universal brides ever. Yes. Ricky's yes. bride taught me that in Trinidad you have pineapple chasers, and it's kind of dangerous because it makes it go down so nice, <laughs> so easy. Here's how I describe the danger. Because I, 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 I told you I introduced some people to it this weekend, this past weekend. I go, here's the thing. Because everyone does this. Ew. Pineapple yeah. juice. I was like, Just here's fun. why it's dangerous. Yeah. Because when you take a shot of tequila and if you do your lime, you know, after the standard, you're still going to have that aftertaste of tequila. Like Jiminy, right. your throat going, hey, let's wait 15 minutes before we take another one. But if you take a shot of uh, pineapple juice after it, you can slam it down and go, you know what? Let's do another. Yeah. You don't even make that weird face. That no. Face. It's just like, boom, it's, boom. You're good. And you're done. And then it's six shots fun. later. Thank you. I was oh. going to maybe 10, but oh. that would have been about 20 years ago for me. I can't do that much. Anymore. I did like eight this past weekend. It was a lot. Did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We went to the Enzian last night. Sometimes we just go to the Eden bar and I had mm-hmm. two drinks. And you were done. Done. It's done. Giggles, all nine yards. Like, yeah, no. It's not as easy as it once was, Ali. I used to come into the office in the mornings with those big, dark sunglasses on. Oh, I remember. Looking <laughs> looking like, uh, actually looking like Michael in The Last Boys, where he walks around with those glasses on. <laughs> I looked like that. I was like, don't um, talk to me. I remember there were times I'd walk in in the trailer, and I'm like, probably still legally drunk like just that hungover and just i don't want to i don't want sunlight i don't want anything no one touch me um and then we have to work with kids and they're going to scream all day and i remember being in the gat kitchen and somebody would come in right before the show hey ali how you feeling uh and i'm sitting there eating booger gack because that was the only thing you could eat at that point was the the pudding and the pineapples were like uh like they're yeah. like, yeah, rough one. I go, yeah. They're like, what are you going gonna to tell the kids to be quiet? And I go, my first opening line is, hey, kids, welcome to Nickelodeon. We're going to play a little game called Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> your gag mice is a little hungover. Ask your mom and dad what that's like. You know, when they wake up Saturday morning and tell you to shut the fuck up and go to sleep, that's where I am. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my best, probably my best hungover, my favorite hungover story was at about you know, I don't know what time we opened the guy kitchen, but I had to go through and make sure everybody was doing what they're doing, what they're supposed to be doing. And I had those big sunglasses on to hide the fact that I probably never went home. Like it was just, I stayed up all night, which I have done. Um, I actually got into the gut kitchen and ran into who? Richard Simmons. <laughs> I will tell you that is not somebody you want to run into when you are super hungover. Yeah. Literally. Richard Simmons, and he's on 25 at all times. So he was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. And I've got these big glasses on wishing I was dead. I'm like, oh, it's really nice to meet you. Could somebody have told me that Richard Simmons was in the gap kitchen? Right. Uh, uh-huh. Crazy. It's good times. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of hangovers and being up all night, let's talk about this movie. Lost Boys, for those of you that have not seen it, um, huh? where the hell have you been? Uh, yeah, it's it's insane. So, Sin, give me a synopsis. Tell everybody what this movie is about. Don't worry about spoilers. If nobody has seen it yet, then screw them. It's it's on them. Okay. So it is about a mom who's moving to a new town. 
to get a fresh start with her two sons, um, her older hot son, Michael. Um, <laughs> I can say that now because he's older too, so it's mm -hmm. fine. I have a picture to prove that. Um, and his younger brother, Sam, uh, and their dog, Nanook. They actually move in with her father. Uh, I believe it's because she got a divorce. Mm -hmm. So as they're going into town, they start to see all these, have you seen me flyers? Santa Clara is apparently the child missing capital of the world, uh, <laughs> which it's even, it's a fictional town. Like at the time I saw the movie, I didn't know that, but yeah, they made the whole town up. So it looks mm -hmm. very California-ish. Yep. So um, yeah, they move in with a grandfather who is extremely eccentric, extremely eccentric. Um, and then I guess at one point they go to the boardwalk uh, and Michael's hormones are raging. He sees the beautiful star, uh, who is just, it's Jamie Gertz and she's so gorgeous. And, and is uh, so quintessential eighties hot. Yeah, she is the, just the curly hair blowing in the wind. She's got mm. the gypsy skirts, you mm. know, she's twirling, she's got carousel, you got the whole nine yards. So, but little does he know she's property of the lost boys. Uh, who he runs into. Uh, interesting fact, when you first see the Lost Boys, uh, there's, I believe, four of them, but they you see them in the order that they actually die. Oh, wow. Yes. Look so, at that. Pretty interesting, but of course... You something tonight. Look at this. Oh, something, something. So it's all about um, they are trying to make him one of them. So, uh, and uh, she's trying to help him. Um, and she has like, they never quite explain about Laddie. I don't know if Laddie is her little brother or, but he's a kid vampire. Right. He is probably one of the scariest things in the children that are possessed or vampires scare the hell out of me. Like even, even worse now that I'm a, a parent, you know, when I got to be a parent, like I couldn't even watch Pet Cemetery anymore. Oh, wow. A little possessed children. Cause you just think, you know, you're going to wake up one night cause every, well, all of us do. And your child is standing there, mom. Or dad, dad, and you're just like, you know. Yep. So uh, anytime I saw movies uh, with little kids like that, so Lost Boy is that little laddie character. He was, he was, uh, yeah. he was feral. So he was wild, and yep. he will, he will just rip your throat out at the moment's notice. So, uh, but she was trying to protect him. So that kind of was a little side note in the in the film. And it seems like she was Kiefer's, who's the head vampire. Her his his woman kind of felt like that right. a little bit. So, He's like Peter Pan to the Lost Boys. He's uh, the, he yeah, is another the, tidbit. Uh, main character that had the least dialogue in the whole film was Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. Uh, yeah, and they felt that it was because he just tore up the scenery. He didn't even need to. It, it, it's true. You look at that yeah. and you think, oh, wow, that's. I didn't even he, think about that. He does command, you know, respect or, you know, your attention when he's out on, on screen. Yeah. Yes, it's true. He's, I don't know, he's just looking at him. He looked like evil incarnate. So um, I'm trying to remember what the last. Oh, there was a second Lost Boys which I never knew existed until literally last week. That's really? how bad it is. It's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's actually wow. two of them that have a 0%. There's a Lost Boys, The Tribe, and a Lost Boys, I think it's The Thirst. Wow. Um, but the second one is Kiefer's little brother, Angus Sutherland, plays the main bad guy. And he's gorgeous to look at, 
Mm. But I don't know how I'd feel about being in a family that has Donald Sutherland and Kiefer Sutherland, and you're pretty, but you really can't act. It was Especially really bad. when you have two phenomenal actors it in was your family. Really um, yeah. For those of you that are not acting savvy, uh, maybe you're a sports right. fan. Uh, I'll give a better analogy. It's like you've got, um, you've got Peyton Manning, you've got Archie Manning, you've got Eli Manning, and then you've got Cooper Manning. <laughs> like you got to feel bad for that one. You yeah. got to feel bad. I felt really bad watching it. I mean, Corey, Corey Feldman was in it too. God mm-hmm. bless him. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he lowered his voice to talk like this. Yeah. He, sounded, he sounded like Bane in it. Like, I don't even know what was happening. Maybe I am her protector. I mean, so like people would take it more seriously or something, but Did I you know that it, this is the birth of the two Corys. It is actually. Yeah. That, that was the first time they are seen on screen together. They, they were so great together, but did you know that uh, Ben Stiller was supposed to be one of the lost boys? I did not know that. Ben Stiller. That would have been, a, wow. I just, wow. That was so, he said that in interviews before. Um, I think that would have, I, I mean, I think Ben Stiller is phenomenal. And I actually like him as not just a comedic actor, but just an actor, right. um, you know, and some of the th- uh, things that he's done. Uh, I just think it would have derailed what Ben Stiller needed to become, because yes. let's just say he has the same amount of chemistry with Corey Haim. And then they become licensed to drive and, all the you know, <laughs> yeah. Corey and Ben, you know, it's yeah. like it's just a whole different thing. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Did you also know that Lost Boys is the inspiration for Buffy, the vampire slayer? I did not know that. That's interesting, too, to me, that they, yeah. We got to think, Lost Boys came out at a time where vampire movies were just, like, either the black exploitation, you know, vampire movies, or yeah. the blah, blah, blah. Or, <laughs> wasn't... or one. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> By the way, the baddest fucking vampire ever. Yes. Is the count? Because um, he's still around. Can you um, hear my dogs in the background? It sounds like I have. It does sound like you have dogs. <gasps> is it Nanook's ghost? Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it came out at a time where vampires weren't like cool. I didn't think. I think this was the first movie that came out that like made them sexy. Um, and and then you know, interview with the vampire comes out after that, and all these. But I think this might be one of the first ones where you like. Kind of want to be a vampire, guys. I mean, it's kind of cool. Or date one. <laughs> <laughs> or sleep with one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I didn't. Love you, honey. If you're hearing me. Okay. <clears throat> I've been married for 20 years. so It's okay. It's okay. You got to have you got to have some sort. Everyone has the list. You got to have some sort of myth- mythological list as well. Well, yeah. Or you have the deal breaker. And hope you don't really hate that person. You have like the one famous person that would be the deal breaker. Don't you have a famous person that would be the deal breaker? No, usually you have like your list of five people I'm allowed to sleep with. Five? Yeah, you get five. You get five? Yeah. Have you not seen Friends? You have five. You have your five list. List of five. All right, here are the one. Catherine Zeta Flores, Selma Hayek. Um, (laughs) So I got to go. I love this. Okay, I'm gonna make my. I'm gonna update my list after this. It's great. I'm excited. I remember when I was married. I remember um, um, uh, my ex-wife had asked me. She's like, you know, let's just say Selma Hayek were to, you know, you go to a comedy show, and you're doing your show, and she says she likes show. She'd like to hang out with you that night. Uh, are you sleeping with her? I said yes, but I am calling you on the way to say right. this is about to happen. 
I'm not asking for permission. I'm never going to get this opportunity. <laughs> you to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> ask for permission. If you want to go away, I, I completely understand. However, you're missing out on me coming home and you having sex with the guy that had sex with someone. I'm just saying. <laughs> you need to put the positive spin on it. And then that's how you. Yeah, that's a good spin. You Now, what that's movie what was not to digress, but what movie do you know what movie she was a vampire in? Uh, um, not uh, um, it's uh, uh, uh dust it on. Yes. Yeah. Talk about hot vampires. Yeah. <laughs> right. Again, started from Lost Boys. Like seriously, I think this was the Lost Boys was the first ones where you get hot vampires, sexy vampires, in tune with the culture at the time because the rock songs and everything that's on. Oh is, my gosh, is, the is soundtrack was amazing. You know, they got in excess to do the soundtrack. Schumacher did. Because he promised that he would direct a video for them, which was mm. Devil, Devil Inside. Which nice. So that wouldn't have happened, uh, but that's how he lured him. And also, Kiefer took the part because they showed him the soundtrack first. Oh. And he loved the music so much. He said, "Oh, yeah. I, I want to be part oh, of yeah. that." Oh yeah, I want to. I want to be a part. Oh. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, okay, I mean, so. the hot sax guy in there too. The, the sax guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we've got Michael has not turned yet. He's just met Star. Yes. So let's get into it. Continue with your, your journey. Um, well, I mean, it's just the whole struggle between good and evil. And uh, of course, Sam finds out that his brother is a blood-sucking vampire. Uh, <laughs> his own brother. <laughs> Nanook actually protects him. That's where the dog comes mm -hmm. in. He protects him from Michael. Uh, yeah. Michael is trying to fight against his bloodlust. And he was going to go after his own brother, actually. Because he doesn't remember, he doesn't realize that he's turning into a vampire. It's no. like it's just slowly, and it, it's like yeah. I got the flu. It's like I just got this. The scene where he's on in his bed, and he's got those sunglasses on. He starts floating to the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> he's like all of a sudden, his face is on the ceiling. What the <laughs> hell is happening here? Yeah. And was... I think Sam finds out. Doesn't he find out because of the mirror or? There's yes, something he can't see his reflection in the mirror. Mm -hmm. um, he runs into the Frog Brothers, mm -hmm. which is Corey Feldman. I forget the other actor's name, uh, but it was Corey Feldman and another actor. Um, I believe it was James Edgar, Earl Jones. So they're Edgar and Allen. Yes, Poe. Uh, Edgar Allen Poe, right? Mm -hmm. So they meet each other or in the comic book store, and they warn him about vampires. Um, so when uh, Sam starts seeing these things happen, he contacts the Frog Brothers, as you do when, as you would, your relative is becoming a vampire. They so. they are the experts uh, yeah. of 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 Santa Clara. They are the 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 vampire experts. That's who you go to. They're on Yelp. They got five stars on as Yelp. You do. Yes. Um, here's a little. This isn't part of the trivia question that you're going to get at the end of this, but um, this was almost one. Sure, do you yeah. know what uh, what uh, comic book he's watching? He's looking at as when I was thinking about what comic book. Oh no! I'll You're even go as far as just tell me the character, the the main character for the comic. Wait, I know that their character was based on like Sylvester Stallone, action heroes. That's who mm -hmm. Corey Feldman's character was. They wanted him to be like action hero. Right. So that's what he was kind of emulating Chuck Norris and all of them. But as far as the comic goes, no. It's Batman. Batman number 14 was yeah. what they were looking at. Nice. So there you go. See? We're so out. so Michael starts to slowly descend into blood sucking. Um, yeah. And bugs apparently or not don't know if those are real or yeah not. just anything 
anything he can get his hand on because he doesn't want to become a vampire and do the vampire <laughs> thing. It's not his bag. That scene with the rice is probably one of the best uh, known scenes in Lost mm-hmm. Boys where they get him some rice to eat when he goes into the lair mm-hmm. and he's eating it and Kiefer tells him to enjoy those maggots. Yep. Um, and yeah. little known fact, maggots don't like to act. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> they don't like to uh, They don't like to show themselves on screen and be all moving around. So they had to pour lemon juice on them to make them, to make them wiggle. To make them wiggle more. So one of those fun things with acting where you're like, hey, um, the maggots look like rice. We need them to look like maggots. <laughs> like, what do you do? So there's it's actually somebody out. on a set that knew how to make maggots be maggots something what what i i really hope this is what happened is like how do we get them to move and it was one guy who's like a grip or <laughs> just a gopher like a little hey. PA, and he's like oh yeah it's, it's it's simple i mean uh my dad and i always put lemon juice on our maggots and it gets them to wiggle just if you guys want to try it please let that be what happened I, I, I want that to be some just gopher kid just like, yeah, and that's how he me- and he he like moved on in the business because of that one thing. And somebody was like, Hey, that guy knew his stuff. Let's hire him for the next game. And they actually gave him a role uh, in the movie. He became one of the lost boys and then went on to do Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So a little known fact, he's the one at at universal Bill and Ted's show. (laughs) Yes. Um, That was him. Um, So yeah, Michael gets, becomes the vampire, all the kids, figure out what's going on. And at this time, also, uh, the mom gets a new job. And a new boyfriend. Yep, she works. Where does she work? Uh, isn't it a... Oh, why is my memory failing me? Isn't it like a video store? It is a video store. It's a video right. store, yes. It's a video, a video store. store. Uh, wow. For those of you that are young, are videos, uh, VHS tapes, uh, were what mommies and daddies would watch movies on. So... Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, and you had to go rent it, and if it wasn't there, it wasn't there. You couldn't rent it. It was no. all gone. And then you could maybe get on a list for them to call you when it comes in. It's a true story. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I hated that. That, the, that, that days, wow, those days happened. Like, it was weird. Yeah, so he owned that shop, uh, and you kind of see him, you know, interact with mm-hmm. some of the lost boys and kick them out of his store tell them yes. never to come back like and and they listen to him it's weird that they mm-hmm. actually listen to him you're like oh god he's brave yeah he's a, by this point you guy. know these boys are trouble you right know? He's, he's like things are going crazy they're having their they're hanging up upside down in trees and stuff which is an awesome iconic ripping, scene ripping car uh, like the roof of cars open. Mm-hmm. Those, that scene was pretty well done. That was pretty amazing. I think shot-wise, I, I think what they did with the shots are really good. Um, there's a couple of scenes where you feel like you get the sense of flying yourself, you know, coming in as their POV. The noise. The noise. Yes. You didn't see it. You didn't see the, the killing of right, like, the people cool. in the car. It was just that, that noise. And the, it's kind of like in the first Halloween where people will swear they saw the guy get stabbed to the kitchen door right or whatever and you heard it you didn't mm-hmm. you swear you saw it you know so yeah. that's excellent movie making to me to me it's always when you uh when they make you believe that you actually saw because i'm sure there's people that say that in the lost boys they saw that couple get murdered right they saw you know no you never saw it you just saw them cowering you know looking up 
which by the way, um, I'm going to have him on the show. I'm going to see if he'll get on here. Um, hopefully next week. Um, the guy that gets stabbed in Halloween, I believe is my friend, John Graham. Um, he does, he does, um, you know, cons and stuff all the time. Um, so he works, he's worked at Disney with me. He's done, um, Halloween. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. He's done, um, uh, Indiana Jones. He's been the director there, uh, for a long time as a part-time guy. That's my, one of my, besides Lost Boys, one of my all-time favorites is the yeah. original Halloween. So I think Proof that's that him that gets stabbed. You don't have to have the blood and gore. You, mm-hmm. you can just make it amazing. And this falls into the same category of uh, what I was talking about earlier um, with, with uh, Mike Aiello in his episode. It was like back in the day, the thing that's awesome about the, the scary movies of our time in, when we were kids is that we didn't have the technology. Everything wasn't clear. So it was actually grainy. And that actually added to the mystery and the suspense because you couldn't see right away. You felt like you were in the woods with Jason. Like, going, I can't see where he is on the TV. Yeah. And then, ah! like, oh. That's why, I mean, I'm, you know, not plugging them or anything, but I do go to the Enzyme to see films uh, because they show them mm-hmm. uh, as they were. So you're not getting that, you know, redone or remastered or, and it is grainy and it's really kind of cool to see that on a big screen again, because uh, especially all the classic movies that they show. So I love that. I love yeah. seeing classics like that because that's how they were meant to be seen, mm-hmm. you know, so, like when they color, colorize things, you know? Yeah. They always enhance them. Yeah. And I like it the better the other way. Yeah. So we've got a little bit of we, drink. Hold on. Do it. Do it. I love drink time. Everyone at home drink. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. So, the mom played by Diane Weist. Um, Amazing. Oh, she's great. Love her. And and she was she was she worked so much uh, yeah. back then. Well, it's like, like her and Dee Wallace. I think they were tag teaming, being the mom. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Wasn't she the mom in Parenthood? She's one. Yes, of the she's the mom in Parenthood. Yeah, one uh-huh. of my favorite favorite non horror movies. Yes, um, such a good one. So they, if it wasn't Dee Wallace, it was Diane Weiss. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were the moms of that era. And they're great. So, yeah. So she invites her boss over for dinner. Yes, she does. And they're already suspecting that he's a vampire. They're like, I think he's. I think it's he's the mirror again. Didn't they use the mirror thing again? Well, they brought him in, and everything's fine. They're doing every test they can. Remember, they're having the spaghetti with garlic, okay. and he goes, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. oh, oh. And they're like, what? You don't like garlic? He goes, no, I actually like garlic. It's just that's right. It's a that lot. Was, it's I a lot. Thrown. Yeah, I was. So everyone's that. like, son of a, it's not him. He's not like the the bad guy. He's not this and that. And then what does he say when they figure it out that he finally is? He goes, you never invite a vampire right. inside yeah, your house. They invited him in. That's what it was. Yeah. It renders you powerless. So yeah. all the stuff they were trying to do doesn't work because you invited him in the house. So all of their tests, and it's like, oh, no. So once they figure all that out, it's time to go vampire killing. And then we get a quintessential 80s montage. You know, they're getting ready. They do all the stuff because the 80s were full of those. Um, you know, it's ready to go. See, little tidbit. Did you see the poster in Sam's room? Which one? It's a sexy Rob Lowe poster because Joel Schumacher directed St. Elmo's Fire, and he wanted to do a little Easter egg for Rob Lowe. Look at that. I know. Because I was also Molly Ringwald. Yes. 
well, who didn't have Molly Ringwald on there? Well, I, I mean, I met her at Spooky Empire and she is the same. Like it was literally like my teenage years, like right oh my there. God. It was amazing. And Anthony Michael Hall was there too. Same. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait for somebody to talk about Weird Science because that's one of my favorite 80s movies. Weird Science. I love it. Um, and I met, and I also met these guys too. Oh my goodness. Bring it up a little higher. A little bit higher. There yeah. we go. Go ahead. Tell me who they are. So we've got, I'm right next to Kiefer, the mm -hmm. head vampire, of course. And I've got my friend Danielle next to Jason Patrick, who wears a hat now. Uh -huh. I'm not going to say why he wears a hat now. <laughs> He wears a hat, and then that's my son, Marty McFly. I mean Evan. So there we <laughs> Marty McFly. He got to meet. He got to meet Michael J. Fox at that time. Oh, so that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was amazing. Yeah. But I, Mama was excited about this one. Uh, Mama yeah. Was well, no kidding. So, um, yeah. he's like, "You're going to be in the picture too, Mom." I'm like, "Yeah." The lost, the lost boys are boys. mamas. Okay, like that's me. Yeah. And yeah. I was in the picture with Michael J. Fox too, because funny. I loved him as Alex P. Keaton. So here we go. Alex go. P. Keaton, right. <laughs> young Republican. That's right. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no. um, so then everything comes to a head. They go hunting vampires. Um, we do find out that the boss is the head vampire, the lead, the number one, the top dog. You don't say. I know. Shockhead. Um, <laughs> Nanook did not like him at all. Remember the scene where the dog goes and jumps over the, like jumps over the mm -hmm. fence, like jump at him. Or, and he's yep. like, oh, 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 you know, he plays it off. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a big deal. And the mom, of course, oblivious to everything. Because that's her new boyfriend. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed and blah. Yeah. She's trying to get a little strange or something because mm -hmm. she got a divorce. And, um, and she had no idea how strange it was going to be. <laughs> well, I don't think they consummate it. No, uh, because he ever... wanted her to be the queen. He right. wanted her to be the, yeah. they need a mother. Yeah. Oh, like, that's oh. right. The mother. They need the mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he um, wasn't available. So they're getting her. So. <laughs> so then the climax happens and the good guys win because it's the 80s. Um, it's yeah. true. Did, uh, well, the vampires all die. Of course, mm -hmm. they get killed in various ways. Do, do you mm -hmm. remember death by stereo? Death by stereo. He, I think it's like a boombox or something. He electrocutes him with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Corey says death by stereo or something <laughs> like that. Something, um, I'm probably getting it wrong, everybody. But I will say the the one thing I learned that I did not realize about this movie, because I, I kind of went back and looked at some things just in case I missed some really obscure or fun facts. Mm -hmm. Do you know the death scene of Kiefer when he gets impaled by the deer horns? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they did that because they didn't want to do a wooden stake through the heart because he was meant to live, actually. Oh. And the reason why he was meant to live is because they already had a script for a movie called The Lost Girls. Oh. And Kiefer was supposed to actually be in that movie as well, and they could get around him die, dying because he didn't actually die. Yeah, so he didn't die from I had wood. no idea. I thought he was... Dead. Uh, so that was interesting to me, and I didn't realize that they actually had a whole script. Yeah, that's cool. And then because you you sit there and figure, okay, well, you know, Grandpa was a taxidermist, and he was yeah, doing all these things. Creepy. So maybe those antlers were wooden, you know, or something. You know, you're like, okay, well, then that makes sense. That's how he dies. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to get around really it. Yeah, they were totally trying to get around it, and instead, 
much, much later, 2000s or something. They need mm-hmm. those <clears throat> amazing 0% on Rotten Tomatoes sequels. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, those are the I'll never get back. It was. Uh, wow. So what are your favorite parts of this movie? Um, no, the merry-go-round scene where you first see them is probably one of my mm-hmm. favorite shot uh, scenes. And then especially when I found out that the order that you see them on the merry-go-round, the carousel, yeah. uh, horse carousel, which is, mm-hmm. and you have that music playing, um, the carousel music, which is, carousel music is always denoting something creepy in horror movies. Like you're like, Oh, something creepy, like something wicked this way comes is a great classic movie with carousel horses. But, um, they show them and all of their beauty. So you're kind of torn. Like, you know, that they're evil, but you're like, Oh, they're really hot. (laughs) They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and then of course is the the scene where he sees Star for the first time, and you you actually the chemistry between those two actors was palpable. It was really amazing, yeah, because uh, that's not always there uh, in some films, but uh, you could really believe that he was instantly attracted to her. Like that was kind of cool for me. Um, and then the comedy, any of the comedic little, you know, uh, little comedic things. Corey Feldman's good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect casting. Yeah, I think Corey Haim does a really good job also as being the panicky little Oh my brother. gosh. Like he's just always freaking out and just the bathtub scene. Yes. One of the best scenes where he's singing. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna sing it. It was adorable where he's doing the soap suds in the hair and he's like, you know, bebopping in the mm-hmm. bathtub. So that was kind of like this cute little innocent and then you get a jump scare. Right. So that was great too. Yeah, so. I thought I thought visually this movie is phenomenal. Uh, not only for 1987, I think I think it still carries. I think it still holds weight. Um, uh, I think it's still relevant. It's a, it's a classic for a reason. There's people that still watch yeah. it. Uh, my daughter, I believe, has watched it. She's into horror movies. She loves yeah. them. I try to get her into you know some good ones, and I'm like, all right, it's time to watch this one. Yeah. And I mean, and let's even talk about the soundtrack. You could put that on right now and you're going to be like, I love all of that. That mm-hmm. is all. So it's kind of like in the way that John Hughes as a director, yes. Joel, Joel Schumacher obviously had that ear for, uh, for bands and things. Uh, yeah. John Hughes also had, but John Hughes even uh, took it a step further because he used unknown band, people, bands nobody heard of and, all of his soundtracks are amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but this movie, Lost Boys, I mean, I could play that soundtrack over and over. It was amazing. So, yeah, yeah, um, it really is. It, it, and 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 maybe we're a little biased because we grew up in that era, and it's it's kind of a, a a lot of those movies kind of speak to me as far as man, that's part of me growing up. Like that's yeah, you kind of go right back to that time. Right. And you're like, man, that's well. Awesome. My son is 18, and he saw it for the first time probably last year. And I, you know, I always am so nervous when my kids see something that I love so much because I don't mm-hmm. want them to, to be like, well, that was really dumb, you know, and just like, shut up. <laughs> Go in your room. I don't care if you're 18. Um, but he really did like it. He thought that that there are some movies that really don't stand up and you look at them now and you're like, what was I thinking? But Lost Boys, I think, really does hold up. And I think it's because of that comedic edge to it. It didn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had just the right amount of like 
who who's the bad guy and you know right. what's going to happen. So I think I think it just was like lightning in a bottle, as so many of those movies of the '80s were. It was just like the right thing at the right time. It's kind of like Back to the Future, like all of these. They, it was it was a crazy time to be alive because there were so yeah. many. I, and it sounds like I'm being like, oh, back in my time, everything was. But I do really feel that way. Like there are movies that are legendary and I'm, I'm not seeing that as much nowadays. Uh, but if you look back at the eighties, man, these, this one made the top 10 for me. Definitely. Oh yeah. Not the top five. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just because we're running out of ideas. I mean, yes, it all comes back around again and they keep, well, they're redoing the craft. Mm-hmm. They're redoing the craft, which is also an amazing, maybe not an eighties movie, but it was, for 90s like, 90s yeah uh-huh. it was amazing and really well done and, and i feel like why sometimes like right you really need to okay well, all right here's where i am on that when there are people are like why or like people our age that go to get off my lawn don't make my movies again <laughs> you know um and somebody said i don't mind them updating it because it brings a newer generation to that genre or that movie. Um, it needs to be updated because, I mean, let's face it. Do I watch any of the, you know, you know, Cary Grant movies and all of the old school? No, it's just, it doesn't speak to me. But if they, maybe they did the same movie and they updated it with some people now and they kind of put in some modern twist to it, I probably would. So I guess that's a good way to put it, but I also think that those Cary Grant movies, I mean, maybe you're not watching the right one. So, you know, well, no, I'm just saying, I just don't, it, it's never been my bag. So, right. And the movies aren't going away. It's not like they go, Oh, we made a new one. Get rid of the old one. Like I understand that, but it's nice to see a snapshot of the time. I think that's what makes them so special is mm-hmm. because it was a snapshot of that time. So you just feel like, well, then why are you trying? You know, I don't know. It's that age old, you know, and and sometimes I really want to like them, the remakes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really go in and I'm like, yes, like I want to love right. this. Uh, and and I'm not saying they all aren't good, but I have been let down mm-hmm. a few times. I can't really off the top of my head think, but I mean, there have been a few where I'm like, oh, wow, I'm just going to go watch. It's kind of like with music when they remake a song sometimes. Uh, yeah, I have a but we accept covers bet more than we accept covers. Yes, movies. But I have a rule with my children. Like you must listen to the original of a song, you know, faith no more did epic. Um, and, uh, I forget what little band of Jade's did it, redid it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you must go to your room and you must listen to faith. No more. <laughs> uh, and she did. And she actually, okay. Yeah, you're right. It was better. <laughs> I mean, at least my kids are honest. They'll admit it. Like it's not, maybe it's not always better, but I think that, I think as long as you give them both the chance, you know, yeah. I'm willing, I'm willing to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Me that. Too. So, you know, but we'll All right. See. So we've come to that time. What time? It's time to test your knowledge on the Lost Boys. And, and here's the thing. You've already answered so many of them. On your own. You just oh. said them, and I went, well, there goes that question. You there just wanted me question. to have more to drink before you did the trivia. Yes, very okay. much so. So, yeah, you've already answered the bonus question, which oh. I thought, ooh, the bonus question, that might be a good one to get her. And, um, yeah, there's a bunch of them. So I've not had anyone go 10 for 10. Oh, I've had people miss one but get the bonus. I'm not going to get any of them. Yeah, you're going to get them. Um, 
Okay, here we go. They start off easy. The first five are pretty easy. Then it starts to get a little tricky. So here we go. Number one, where does the movie take place? Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Ding, ding, ding. One answer. There you go. One down. What is Keith, Kiefer Sutherland's character name? What's his name? Michael. Do you want me to say how many times they say it in the movie? 114. No. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's name is Michael? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. David, see? Okay. <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm going to get, it's going to get better. Hold on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, of course. It's David. I was testing you. Uh-huh. What is Sam's dog's name? Nanook. Mm-hmm. Like Nanook of the North. Yes. Who directed the movie? Joel Schumacher. Very good. What is the head vampire's name? Max. Max. Boom. Yes. Now we get a little tougher. Who is the first lost boy to die? Now you said they all lined up. So who's the one in front? I want to say Marco. Is that your final answer? Ooh, yes. You are correct. Yes. Is Marco is the first lost boy to die. Okay. Now I don't have to be mean and tell any of your game lab secrets. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I have some. We are six for six. Okay. Who does grandpa have the hots for? Oh, I know. He goes off in his little horn. Like he's going to visit his girlfriend. I don't know. You may skip if you'd like. We'll come skip. back to it. Um, when Michael meets Star... What name does he tell her he almost got? He was almost named this. What was the name? He's like, because he makes fun of her. And then he goes, what, what am I saying? I, I was oh, almost named this. My parents were hippies. I was almost named. Mm. You got to think of a good hippie name. I know. I was almost named. Uh. I don't know, Star Child, something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. We'll come back to it. Oh, my gosh. Who saves the family at the end? Who saves the day? I'll be more specific. Grandpa, Grandpa. that's right. Yeah, Grandpa. Grandpa's car, boom. Mm -hmm. Um, When Michael drinks David's blood, what famous musician is in a poster behind him, behind Michael? Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, boom. Okay, so before we get to the bonus question, you've got eight out of ten. You've got two left that you got to get. So I'll give you a hint on number eight. When Michael meets Star, what name does he tell her he almost got? Think of it. They are vampires. Vampires do their stuff at night. Maybe that has something to do with the name. Something that happens at night. Something in the nighttime and a hippie name <laughs> night something <laughs> so no <laughs> moonbeam moonbeam oh well, moonbeam moonbeam star child okay yes <laughs> and then who does grandpa have the hots for <sighs> what is it like dolores i don't know what her name is I have you no go idea. with the last name because she's a widow the widow blank is her name the widow I'm just saying Dolores for Renee in case she watches this. <laughs> the Widow Johnson. The Widow Johnson. Okay. But eight out of ten. That was eight out of ten is not bad. That's a passing grade. 
Okay. Um, your bonus question, you already know this one. What sexy poster is on Sam's closet door? Oh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Or Molly Ringwald. It depends on That's you. on the wall. <laughs> oh, on the closet the door is, is Rob Lowe. Gotcha. So, yay, you got eight out of ten plus the bonus question, which means you get to have one more drink. Oh, Oh, there you go. Hmm. Um, did you have fun? Good. I, I had so much fun. Awesome. So much fun. I had my, look, I have my little vampire baby with me. She's got little fangs. Yeah. I don't play him. You know, I am the, <laughs> I am literally the black sheep of my family. None of my family <laughs> are into horror. I'm mm -hmm. the only one. So I know you've got the cool bandana there with the, the hand. I made this, okay, fun fact, I made this. My husband broke my life-size skeleton one year when he was putting it away, and I was really irritated. He broke the hand off of it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I could, I could, and now anytime I wear this, I may not, I may wear it all year round, actually, but anytime I wear it, people ask me where I got it because they think I must have bought it. So oh. this you do when you get lemons, you make skeleton yeah. hands. You can, if you get, if you get lemons, you can make um, maggots move. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That part is good thing. So, so yeah. what are you, what are you up to now? What are you doing? Like, what do you do? What do I do? Um, I, I manage a pottery studio in awesome. winter park. Something you don't know though. I've been given the opportunity to open my own pottery studio recently. <gasps> so up. after 15 years of managing the one that I'm at, I've been given an opportunity to actually be part of and own one of my own in Longwood, Florida. Okay. So that's coming up for me. Uh, we're trying to open uh, in November, which is my life is crazy. Uh, my husband of 20 years is so supportive of me because I, uh, I am all over the place with this because I've never, you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Right. You know, I've, never, I've never done the whole thing myself. I can glaze and load and, and customers and all of that, but to actually own part of my own business is kind of a big deal. And, uh, you know, and, you know, what with turning 54 on Saturday. Shut your face hole. 54 people. Wow. Yes. Um, so it's all that clean living. Oh, okay. Uh, as you're sipping tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I'm kind of up to. I'm uh, trying to focus on that and get that open, and I'm super excited about that. So cool. uh, it's, it's been it's kind of an amazing dream come true, so we're going to see if I can do it. So. Do you have a social media presence that people could find you? Not yet, but I'm going to soon, and I'll make sure that you know. Cause I'm cool. sure that you'll be support. You've always been supportive. That's the thing about working at uh, universal, especially game lab. I feel that a, us game labbers somehow have a, a fountain of youth. We all look the kind of, to me, you look the same to me, you know, Ruben, all of you guys. Um, and I think that, um, the 11 years that I was there, it's not what I got paid. It's that you guys are all still my family and I love yeah. you guys so much. Uh, and I know that I can, I know, don't do that, but I know, I know, I know, I don't even have a heart. I don't know why I'm saying this stuff. <laughs> it's the tequila. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the blood. Um, but I really know that even after all of this time uh, that I could call on any of you and you guys would be right there. So yep. that's, that's kind of the takeaway from, from our days together at Universal. So it's pretty, cool. it's pretty cool. And you call on me to do cool things like real drinks. Yes. Really amazing. 
So for those of you watching us on YouTube, do me a favor, like and subscribe, send us, give us a, give us a review. Um, find it. You can find uh, real drinks on Instagram at uh, will drink uh, real drinks uh, with Ali Flores. Uh, you can find me, uh, find us on Facebook, uh, real drinks with Ali Flores. Remember that's R E E L because we talk about movies, not R E A L. Uh, and you can find me as well. Comedic actor at uh, Instagram, comedic actor on TikTok. I started TikTok. doing that. You're killing it. You're killing it. Let's talk. Wait, real quick before we go. Mm-hmm. He's killing it on TikTok. You need to look that up because that is funny stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Um, comedic actor Ali on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me at uh, uh, A. Ali Flores, comedic actor. You can find me there. Thank you so much, Sin, for joining me. Um, thank you all for listening. Find us on iTunes. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Find us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, rate, review. All right. This thank has you, been ben. my pleasure. I had so much fun. Thank Yay. you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.